Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, an overly agile escape artist main character, a creepy priest with a huge smile, a kind smiling general with evil intentions, lots of running, manga updates, and the game of tag. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 477, The Elusive Samurai. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Manga Review, some podcasts and vain reviews about connectly enhanced narratives. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? Hope all of you are doing well out there and hope you're excited for another fun-filled episode of this wonderful podcast. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome! Spyrokin, or some podcast and reviews about connectly enhanced narratives, is a nerdy podcast where every episode we talk about various geeky topics depending on the show you're listening to. Since this is the manga review, obviously we're talking about manga. I tell you the art style is, the overarching plot, the characters, the production quality, some historical facts about the story, and most importantly, if it's worth investing your time in or not. You don't have to agree with anything that I or my co-hosts say, but we try to be educational, enlightening, exciting, and most importantly, entertaining. You can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spiraken.com. That's www.spiraken.com. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, and various other social media sites. If you have any questions or comments, you can email me personally at zanspiraken.com. Remember to rate us on iTunes so I can know what you like and what you want me to change about this podcast. And more importantly, if you enjoy what you hear, support our Patreon and help us create more fun content for you to enjoy. And with that in mind, let's actually get to the manga review of the episode because I'm kind of excited for this one because this one's a pretty fascinating read, but I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself, so let's actually start this off right. Because if you remember from the last episode, I spun that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga, and it dictated unto me that I would be reviewing a manga that was written by Yusei Matsui, yes, the creator of Assassination Classroom. Uh, it's a new series that he's working on. This was published by Shuisha, which means, yes, it's being released here by Viz Media, and more importantly, it's a weekly Shonen Jump title. So this is a Shonen series. Started in 2021, it's still coming out. There are five volumes, and it is a historical samurai story that's very unique, but also really factual, which is the fascinating part. And this manga is known simply as Niji Josu no Wakagimi, or The Young Lord Who is Skilled at Escaping, but has been released over the United States as The Elusive Samurai. And this manga is a very intriguing manga that takes place in a specific period of time during the Kenmu Restoration, which is 1333 to 1336. It's during the fall of the Kamakura Shogunate. And we're actually following the last heir of the Kamakura Shogunate, Hojo Takeyuki. Now, Takeyuki is a young boy who is very kind and sweet. Also, he does not want to do his princely duties at all. He doesn't like studying for his penmanship. He doesn't like studying for archery or swordsmanship, any of that. It turns out every time his teachers try to influence him in some way, he ends up running away. And he's super hard to catch. Like, there's points when they said, yeah, he was gone for two days hiding in an armory box so that we couldn't catch him. He has a very high survival instinct, which has come to help him a little bit for shirking his duties. And the reason why he's shirking his duties is for a kind of interesting reason. It's because he knows he's a puppet regent. He's the de facto future leader of the Kamakura Shogunate, and his father, Hojo Takatoki, is pretty much not in charge. He, When you see him in the manga, he looks completely drunk. And 
his advisor just like, good job, sir. Why don't you go watch the dog races? We'll take care of this for you. So he knows his future is he is going to be a puppet emperor. More importantly than that, his wife has been chosen for him, and she's a girl who's kind of like, oh, I'm going to marry you. We're going to be great. He's like, I don't want to marry you yet. I didn't choose you. But yeah, we're going to get married. It's going to be great because it's we're betrothed. And you know what? Even though he's a puppet future leader, it's going to be a nice life because he's nice and he won't hurt me. And things are looking kind of like his life is going to be like this. And one day he meets a priest named Showa Yoroshige. Now, um, Yoroshige is the Shinto priest from the Shiano province, and he's an ally to the Hojo clan. And he's also someone who says that he is the god of fortune telling because he could tell the future. And whenever he speaks about the future, it kind of is censored. So he says, like, so this is going to happen, and then that's going to happen, and then this is going to happen. And, well, you know, this other thing's going to happen. Meanwhile, everyone's like, what the hell are you talking about? You didn't answer any questions. He's like, but I can tell you this. Uh, And he says something completely random. Like, okay, in the future, there's going to be comic duos who are going to have one straight man and one comedian. And you're going to be the straight man. That's how the future works. He's like, that doesn't help me at all. So I'm going to go. But before this weird conversation, Yoroshige told Takayuki that... In two years' time, you are going to rock the heavens with your bravery. He's like, I'm not brave. I'm just a a guy. What the hell's going on? There's also one more individual that is important to this story, and we're talking about Ashikage Takauji. He's the hero of the Kamakura Shogunate. He's a prominent general who has been very faithful and is seen as a very brave individual. They constantly are comparing him to everyone. And they constantly say that, how come Takayuki can't be like uh, Ashikage? He would be so much more beneficial. But uh, Ashikage isn't mean about it. He doesn't brag about it. He seems very humble. At one point he sees Takayuki says, hi, young lord. You're still really good at playing hide and seek. And that's really admirable. I'm going to go to Kyo, which is the former name for Tokyo, to quell the rebellion with the former emperor. Um, go Daigo. And I'm going to make sure that things are going to be great for our nation and then future generations must know of our loyalty to the Hojo clan. And he seems like this very charismatic hero that everyone will love. Unfortunately, this very charismatic, constantly nice smiling gentleman is holding a lie. 28 days after this conversation occurs, the entire Kamakura Shogunate is destroyed. Turns out, that Ashikage was working with Go Daigo to overthrow the nation. And that's what he wanted to do. And he did it in such a systematic way where, first off, the firstborn son of Takatoki Hojo, who's not even in line because he's a concubine son, is beheaded. You have the two major advisors killed instantly. You have the generals, who are the shooting instructor and sword instructor for Takayuki, killed mysteriously in a battle the entire nation falls apart even his fiancee who is this young girl that's going to marry takayuki gets killed just because they want to make sure the family's exterminated and because of this loss and since he can have no control over it takatoka hoji the father who's the current regent who is essentially the de facto leader of the shogunate is like i'm not dealing with this i'm not prepared for this and he ends up committing seppuku and kills himself So now you have Takayuki who has lost everything. He has nothing left. 
And the creepy priest and his assistant shows up and says, Listen, I'm sorry for your loss, and I know that things are not going good, but you cannot die. You have to avenge your family, and that is what you must do. And I will take you to the Shinoome province, which is neutral, and they will not attack you there. First, uh, Takayuki's like, No, I'm going to just kill myself. So then Yoroshige is like, Fine, and throws him to all the people who are revolting and they say oh my god it's the hojo air let's kill him and instantly takayuki uses his elusive nature his escaping skills to bounce around everybody kind of ricochet off of them and then get back to him and said what the hell you're trying to kill me it's like you just said you want to die but you want to live your survival instincts too high come with me and we will make the world tremble at your fear and I'll tell you why I'm doing this once we retake the Kamakura Shogunate. And that is the beginning of this story, which is about a boy who lost everything, and he's one of the most elusive warriors of all time. And the manga focuses on him trying to gain an army, gain all the abilities, learn how to fight to be the best he can, so he can eventually get revenge on... Asha Kagi, who apparently it's hinting that he's possessed by demons. We're not entirely sure. They don't really get into it. But it's him and uh, Yoroshige trying to better themselves. And there are tons of extra characters because Yoroshige says, I have three retainers who are going to help you out. You have Shizuka, who is my assistant, who is a quick-witted wielder of the secret art. You have Ayako, who is this immensely strong girl who's gifted in various arts. Also, she's a bijo or a maid. And then you have Kojiro, who's the finest swordsman of his generation, who's going to help Takayuki become the great swordsman he is. It's all three of them on their adventures as they try to take on Ashikage, who wants the family destroyed. He wants the Hojo clan gone. And as long as Takayuki's alive, this will never happen. Now, this is a very engaging story that is kind of sad because it actually opens up with the loss of his family and then you're trying to just see him get his revenge. And at first you're like, oh, this is kind of a cool, whimsical story that seems like it could never really happen. Well, it turns out all of it's true. Uh, Takayuki Hojo died June 21st, 1353, and was a samurai of the Hojo clan who fought both for and against the imperial court. His father was Hojo Takatoki, the last shogunate regent and the de facto ruler of the Kamakura shogunate. So, these are all real people. Every single one of them is an actual person. Uh, Suwa Yoshige is a major player in the... In history, also so is Ashikage Takuji, who becomes a shogunate. And apparently he was not a benevolent shogunate, but it kind of makes sense for them to villainize him a little bit more. And Tokiyuki is someone who, he lost everything, and then later on in life he does re-enter Kamakura with an army, with a thing, and he forces uh, Ashikage to flee. And... It's kind of cool to see that he gets that, and later on you find out more about what's going on with him. But he is a fascinating historical character, and I've never heard about him, but the story is so engaging and makes you definitely want to know more about the history itself and the story in general. The manga also does some very unique things with it. For example, when you have the quote-unquote boss characters show up, it actually shows them first as their normal selves, then shows them as evil demons, which are kind of how... 
Tokuyuki sees them because he's a child that is now having to get revenge on all these people. And like when he faces his uncle for what he did, his uncle is drawn as this demon with dice because he's gambled away his family. It's partially metaphor, partially real. Later on, there's a boar that they have to fight who's causing problems. Apparently, he's infected by demons. We're not entirely sure. Maybe it's metaphorical. Maybe it's real. We don't know. But the story is solid. The art style is, if you've seen Yasui Matsui's work, it's well done. It's very shonen jump-esque. It feels like you're reading your most period piece mangas. There's a little bit of a Kenshin vibe to it, especially when you see people die or at one point one of the characters gets beheaded. You have those speed lines and it looks really elegant. Also seeing, like I said, you have the demon moments where you see the his point of view where he kills things. They have demon faces. That adds to the, well, artistic design of the series where it's like, you don't know if it's they're actual demons or if that's just how Tokuyuki sees them. And that really makes you want to read more about the series. And unlike some other other manga, which are shonens that are like, oh, he's in a high school and he's doing this. This seems more engaging to me, more fun. And also, it's just a very different story than what we're used to. It's not the, he's in, he's in vulnerable and indestructible and everything. Because besides the fact that Takayuki Hojo can escape and run really fast and he's able to dodge that's it he's not super smart he's not physically strong when he tries to strike someone it's very weak like the first time he ends up beating someone it's because his three new retainers help him corner it and kind of get him in the right position so we, we have to see how Takuki gets from this very weak state where he has to use specific techniques to attack to get to that strong state. He's not invulnerable. He's not indestructible. And the villain itself is this immensely powerful, charismatic person who has created an entire army. It even brings up the fact that he sent his three-year-old son to lead an army, and his three-year-old son apparently led an army, which that's mind-boggling to me because most three-year-olds I know can't even do a lot of things. So for a man to say, my son's going to control my army, and the son controls the army... That's impressive and shocking at the same time. And apparently that's historically accurate, so wow. Uh, production quality, it is a Shonen Jump release, so it's nice. It's uh, got a glossy cover, decent size. It has a bunch of facts in the back about the period itself. It talks about the real history, talks about how the Shogun had originally formed, were the regions responsible, what kind of person was Godan... Munashige, who's the uncle who betrayed his family, goes into the fact about how the lineage works when the fact that Tokuyuki is the second born, however, his older brother is the son of a concubine, so he immediately gets disconnected from the airship. So, seeing all these really uh, informative pages makes this a really great buy. And... The initial design on the cover is Tokuyuki in a very elegant kimono that looks like a dragon or a peacock. We're not entirely sure. And that's setting up him rising from the ashes, this phoenix appearing. So, for those reasons, I have to give Elusive Samurai a really, really cool, you gotta buy it now. It's, it's our highest rating and it's a great manga. 
It is well executed, and I would love to see this as an anime. I think it's ripe for it. It's well designed. The characters are innovative, and it's educational in a very sneaky way. So, got to give it that. So, if you've read Elusive Samurai, what are your thoughts? Let me know, zansparkin.com, or tweet me at Sparkin. Let me know what you thought. If you liked it, if you didn't like it, if you thought it was weird, or if you thought it was overrated. And if you've ever heard of the actual uh, Tokuyuki, were there major differences from the story itself? Let me know. And so, with that in mind, let's actually get to the manga releases for the week. These were released on June 5th, 2022. We have 31 uh, new titles that came out. Uh, first off, we have Battling Joel Alita, Mars Chronicles, Volume 8. Classroom of the Elite, Volume 2, The Light Novel. Colorless, Volume 2. Dr. Stone, Volume 22. Eden Zero, Volume 17, Fire Force, Volume 27, Glepnir, Volume 11, Go For It Again, Nakamura, the manga, Hello Melancholic, Volume 2, I'll Never Be Your Crown Princess, Volume 1, Kubo Won't Let Me Be Invisible, Volume 2, Magic Artisan Dahlia Wilts No More, Volume 2, Moriarty the Patriot, Volume 8, My Hero Academia, Volume 31, my Love Mix-Up, Volume 4. My Lovey-Dovey Wife is a Stone Cold Killer, Volume 3. Noragami Stray Gods, Volume 24. Perfect World, Volume 12. School Zone Girls, Volume 4. Steam Reverie in Amber. Superheroes, Volume 8. The Ancient Megas Bride, Wizards Blues, Volume 5. Uh, the one I talked about today, which is the elusive... Samurai, which actually I got a week early, but yep, this is officially released. So you can buy it now. Uh, the Most Notorious Talker Runs the World's Greatest Clan, Volume 2. The Tale of the Outcast, Volume 6. The Tunnel to Summer, The Exit of Goodbye, the light novel. Time Stop Hero, Volume 5. To Your Eternity, Volume 17. Vampire Night Memories, Volume 7. Wait for Me Yesterday, the light novel. And then finally, When Will Ayumi Make His Move, Volume 6. So those are the manga releases for the week. For me personally, the ones that I was most excited about were uh, Wait For Me Yesterday, To Your Eternity, Most Notorious Talker Ones, The World's Greatest Clan, obviously The Elusive Samurai, which I'm going to definitely keep this one, uh, My Love Mix-Up, My Hero Academia, Kobe Won't Let Me Be Invincible, uh, Glepnir, and Dr. Stone and Battle Angel. So which ones you're most excited about? Let me know. Email me at with which ones you enjoyed and liked. And so, before you go any further, thank you so much for listening. I know things have been kind of weird lately, and I appreciate each and every one of you. You're all awesome, and every time I get an email from you, every time I get a message, it just gives me more motivation to keep doing this podcast, and I want to keep doing this because I love giving reviews out. And I'm going to keep reviewing until I'm an old man who has to read them with thick spectacles in large print manga, so thank you very much. To all my Patreon listeners, hey society members, what's up? I've got some more fun content for you to enjoy. Just stay tuned. And with that in mind, let's get to that part you have all been waiting for. And what are we talking about? We're talking about that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga! Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on it. And what I've done is I've assigned a manga title to each of the 10 slots we're going to do is we're spinning this one, this only, this wheel of manga. And whatever number it lands on, the manga that's in that spot is the one I'm going to review in the next episode of the Spire Kid Manga Review episode 478, which is going to be 22 
titles away from episode 500. And I'm excited to see what we're going to do in these next episodes. But let's spin and see what we're going to be in the next episode, shall we? Number 10. So in the next episode, I'm reviewing a manga, which apparently is an isekai, called The Exodrive Reincarnation Games All Japan Isekai Battle Tournament. Is it good? Is it bad? Is it complete garbage? I don't know, but it's an isekai that is made by Seven Seas Entertainment, and that's all I know. So we're going to have to wait to see what happens in that episode, but... As usual, thank you so much for listening. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. You're all awesome. And I've been your host, Zan. I'm Gonsville. Catch you guys next time, and keep reading manga. I'll see you later.